This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen, and today I'm doing a special shortwave on the war in Israel. The war in Israel. Hamas attacked, infiltrated, overran the Israeli defenses from the Gaza, and atrocities, slaughter, has taken place. The first interview you're going to hear is with Shannon Davis. He is over OmegaManRadio.com. The second interview you're going to hear is with Dr. E.J. Buckhart. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you need to understand the seriousness of this. You need to support me in my efforts to try to sound the alarm. Again, I'm on television and radio seven days a week, Monday through Sunday. Seven days a week. Help me get on national television. Also, help me as we continue to do everything we can to save America. Join Eagle Saving Nations now. That's worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Now sit back and enjoy the shortwave program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International, as well as Eagles Saving Nations. Please go to my website, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. We need you to join us. The world is in crisis. America's in crisis. Israel is in crisis. We've got to have the power of God, Pentecost, once again, working through the lives of the believer. And that's the whole purpose of Eagle Saving Nations, to fill up the stadiums in America and around the world and let the church once again rely on the power of God, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, so they have the courage to speak the truth. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. If any nation is going to be a sheep nation, it's going to be because of the church, because of believers that are filled with the Holy Spirit. Special guest coming out of Bali, Indonesia, is Shannon Davis. He leads OmegaManRadio.com. Uh, Shannon, welcome back. Dr. Hansen, a real honor and pleasure to be on with you today, sir. Thank you for inviting me. Well, I'll tell you, uh, you're on, and why don't you tell the people, the listeners right now, when you're on. Well, praise the Lord. Uh, we're currently in what we call Season 13. It's our 13th year doing podcast. And our schedule where people can hear us live is Monday through Friday. We're on from about 9 a.m. to uh, 1 p.m. Eastern time. And then we have started doing an evening program at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. And they can go to our website for some listing options. Again, OmegaManRadio.com. 
Okay, so I encourage all of you uh, listening to uh, uh, tune in. He always has great guests on his program. Now, I want to look at today and talk about Israel. Israel is in war as we speak. Now, the problem is Jerusalem. The problem has always been Jerusalem. You can go back and ask previous world empires, such as the Babylonians, the Romans, the Greeks, the Persians, the Crusaders, the Turks, the British Empire. Each of them have attempted to hold and control Jerusalem. Each of them have given up in frustration. Only when Jerusalem has been in Jewish hands has there been peace. So the real problem is Jerusalem. And the reality is it doesn't belong to any of the parties that want it. Jerusalem belongs to the Lord. And it's obvious that the Lord is going to have the final say in Israel. Now, Shannon, I know that you study eschatology, but uh, you could say this war we knew would happen. Absolutely. You know, the Bible says that uh, Israel will be besieged in the end times. And, uh, you know, the whole, <clears throat> the whole world is standing against Israel, by and large. When you look at the votes that come up from time to time regarding Israel with the UN, maybe 98% of the nations will vote against them and side with the Palestinians uh, who have no right to that land. And you have to ask yourself why. And, uh, you know, this goes back thousands of years. There's a lot of jealousy towards Israel because that is the apple of God's eye. That's the people that God chose to inherit this land of Israel, uh, a land that they're not in full possession of, incidentally, right now. One day they will be, thank God. But a little sliver of land over there at present, surrounded by enemies, and uh, the hatred and the vitriol for the Jewish people and their right to possess that land. What's going on here? It's demonic. It goes back to, uh, to a hatred that's been going on for thousands of years. And, um, you know, the fact is, I mean, it's a big subject, so I'm trying to stay focused. I could get off on some rails here, but let me just say this. God gave the land to uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the child of promise. What God gives... No one has a right to take away. And that's what people have been trying to do for eons. And finally, in 1948, Israel returned to the land. Uh, that's a fulfillment of Bible prophecy. And they're building up. They took what was basically swamp land and desert, had nothing there. Mark Twain went through there about 100 years ago, and he wrote about it. He said, there's not much here to see but swamp land. Who would want this? But look at what the Jewish people have done since they've come back to land. They've turned it into one of the top agricultural producers in the world. They've made it a little oasis. It's a beautiful land once again. And the nations that surround enemy are salivating for that land. They want it. They've already uh, telegraphed many times, including Iran, that they want to drive Israel to the sea. They hate the Jewish people. They hate Yehovah God and his son, Jesus Christ. And this is a battle that's going to continue until the Lord Jesus Christ comes back. Uh, back to you. You know, the, the term, the Palestinians, you know, the Arabs, 
Muslims like to say, you know, the Jews uh, just have made Jerusalem a Jewish state since 1948. Well, the reality is the Jews have been there for 3,000 years. The reality is they were all called Palestinians originally, Jew and Arab, Palestinians, those that lived in Palestine. And so, you know, when they say we're the Palestinians, well, the first ones were the Jews. And so even their prime minister, if you watched that speech, said, you know, we were the Palestinians. We were all called Palestinians. And so the world has been fed, a, you know, just a bunch of lies by uh, the Muslim spokesman. And uh, the reality is, if you speak a lie long enough and they know it, people believe it. And that's why I've said over and over, Shannon, the church has got to rise up, be baptized in the Holy Spirit, because the church does not counter these lies. The church is intimidated, like Peter was before Pentecost. And if you don't counter the lies, the lies are accepted as truth. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. You can pray all you want. That doesn't counter the lie. You must speak the truth. Shannon? Absolutely. Look, we can trace Israel in the land back thousands of years to at least King David. And God gave them that land. He deeded it to them. Um, It's clearly in Scripture. And the problem is, we know the world doesn't read the Bible, but sadly, we've got many in the church that don't either. And if they read it, they would see where God deeded it uh, to the tribes of Israel. And he told them to go in there and possess the land. And they did, and they had it for a very long time. And God, when he gives something, he doesn't take it. He's not an Indian giver. Now, yes, because of sin, they were dispersed. But part of the great move of God was a, to bring the people back into the land again. And God's going to fulfill his word. It's in scripture that there's a day coming where Israel will be at peace and they'll never be disenfranchised again from their land. So that day is coming, and I hold on to that. But, you know, take it to current here. Uh, clearly, Israel has been in the land for a very long time, much earlier than Islam who ever went over there and built a mosque and tried to lay claim to it, or any of these other nations. And, you know, I've never seen a PMO king in history, a Palestinian king. We've got King David, the Jewish king, that ruled from uh, the throne of Judah. But these other groups, uh, they have no right to the land. And, you know, Israel has been very kind, Dr. Hansen. You know, it was uh, some time ago, uh, seemed like every week, these terrorist cells were blowing up a bus in Israel. You know, they've had nothing but turmoil because of these other interlopers in the land. But still, if you behave yourself and you obey the laws of the land, Israel allows for citizenship for Palestinians and other groups, certain Arab groups. But you have no right to go in there and begin to blow up buses, uh, stab people, which they have a long history of doing, the PLO and these other groups. And when that happens, uh, all bets are off. And that's exactly what is happening. And, you know, we can look back for years. Uh, almost on a daily or weekly basis, rockets have been fired in from Gaza. Uh, and you do this to America, and you don't expect that there's going to be a response, yet Israel is forced to restrain themselves. 
No one respects their right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of justice, if you will. And people have to live in constant threat. And when the sirens go off, they have to go into bomb shelters. Everybody has to have a bomb shelter because they get bombed all the time. This is ridiculous. It's happened long enough. And with this uh, recent attack by the terrorist group Hamas, and I believe Hezbollah is behind it too with Iran uh, funding all this, uh, what are they to do? They're not to fight back. No, I say fight back and take all. There's reports coming in that Hamas was beheading babies. Dr. Hansen, this is horrific. Beheading babies in kibbutz that they uh, invaded. We're going to get into um, that. We're going to yes. get into that. Uh, again, Israel, Jews, the Hebrews have been there for 3,000 years before yes. Islam was ever created. 3,000 years before Islam was even called a religion. Now, I got a report from the International Christian Embassy, Jerusalem. You know, uh, Shannon, I'm a member of the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus. I was there this year for discussions for three days in, in the, the month of February. And so uh, the president of the International Christian Embassy, Jerusalem, uh, sent me and others this request. Now, I'm going to read it. It says, during this current crisis in Israel, the church has arrived at a crossroad. When it is not enough anymore to just say we stand with Israel or we love Israel. Action is needed. Israel is at war. As I write this, Israel has lost more than 1,200 people, most of them civilians. Over 3,000 rockets came down on Israel so far. The border fence at Gaza was multiple times breached and over 20 communities in the south came under fire and some even under control by Hamas terrorist. In some communities, the battle was raging for three days until the IDF regained control. Now, that's the Israel defense. Hamas massacred entire communities, battling, waging war for three days until the IDF regained control. Hamas massacred, again, entire communities, abducted over 150 people as hostages over the fence to Gaza, raping and torturing the captives. Most of them women, children, old people, but also a number of IDF soldiers. Scores of infants were murdered, even decapitated. Now, Israel's president, Herzog, said, the worst day in Jewish history since the Holocaust. It reminds us of the events of Yom Kippur War in 1973, especially as this attack happened on the day of the 50th anniversary of Yom Kippur War. Israel mobilized the last few days all first reserves as also on the northern border to Lebanon where the situation starts to escalate. In all, the congregation across Israel, most young men and women below the age of 40 have been drafted into the army, including two of my own sons. Currently, well over 500 believers are serving in the IDF, including frontline commando units. As I write this, many lives are lost on the battlefield on a daily basis. Among them a fi uh, are five believing soldiers. This attack is without doubt a demonic nature. A friend told me these are not worthy to be called animals as animals would never commit atrocities. It is a manifestation of the spirit of Amalek. Exodus 17, 8, Deuteronomy 25, 17, 1 Samuel 33, 30, verse 3, 
and Esther 3, verses 1 and 8. It is time when the church is called to man our spiritual heel and join in the battle in the same way as Moses, Aaron, her prayed on the hill while Joshua was fighting on the ground. This is the time for an Esther fast to approach the throne of God for his beloved people. Brothers and sisters, there was never a time when the global body of Christ was more challenged to stand with Israel and its people than today. Our confessions of love and support would not do it anymore. It is a time of action. Three ways you can take practical action with Israel. Pray. You can do so by joining. Again, they have a daily 4 p.m. Israel time prayer meetings. You can join a global prayer army and receive updates on a critical situation on the ground and pray with leaders from around the world. The sessions have been translated into different languages. And uh, two, you can support. If you're a denominational leader, pastor, or ministry leader, now it's a time to dedicate your next Sunday or the day you worship uh, offering to Israel. Mobilize your network. Time is essential. We have been asked to assist in the evacuation of entire communities around the Gaza Strip. The International Christian Embassy Jerusalem is establishing temporary refuge centers around Jerusalem to care refugees from communities around the Gaza, the north. We helped with providing instant food supply to those who are fighting. We provide help to those who lost everything as their houses were destroyed. We are in a contact with Messianic pastors in the region to assist the needy in their f- flocks. We also were approached by reserve units to provide essential food and clothing supply and even life protective vests. Uh, says show solidarity. Organize solidarity demonstrations and marches for Israel in your home towns and capitals. Uh, it says these manifestations are already taking place around the world. And uh, help Israel. This is a time to take action. Talk to your parliamentarians and government to affirm their stand with Israel. Uh, that's from Jörn Bueller, the president of the International Christian Embassy, Jerusalem. I've known him for many years. I've been in their embassy many times. I've interviewed him on television many times. And I was with him uh, this very February uh, when I was in Israel for uh, the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus in the Knesset, their parliament. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to give uh, support money, worldministries.org, 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 and just tell them you want to designate it to Israel, and I'll make sure it gets there. Or telephone 360-6295-248, 360-6295-248. That's 360-6295-248. Once again, I'll make sure your donation gets to Israel. I know the people on the ground in the Knesset, as well as the International Christian Embassy, Jerusalem. We'll make sure your money gets there. Uh, Shannon, I'll tell you what, it's, we're, in, we're in war. Not only Israel, but I'm telling you, with 20,000 people crossing our borders every single, every single day, don't you think Hamas is already in America? It has to be. Uh, we're being invaded, literally. And this is contrived chaos that's going on. We've got uh, a group of uh, Democrats. I call them the Sodomocrats because their agenda really is Sodom and Gomorrah. And we've got some jellyback Republicans as well who are not speaking out enough that have dismantled our borders. We had a great plan 
to shore up the borders under President Trump. And when he lost the election, what happened? They began to uh, stop the work of borders that's being dismantled and sold off for scrap, much of it. And what has happened? Uh, we've even got Border Patrol and National Guard, which are being told to facilitate the influx of illegals. Now, these aren't people that have shown up at our door and applied for one of many visas that exist and went through the process, like many have and are waiting now for disposition of their cases. These are tens of thousands of people per day that are coming in. And these aren't primarily Mexicans, by the way. These are from all over the world that are coming in. Many of them, uh, most of them are men, and uh, they look like that they are military fit, by the way. Many have uh, discerned that. And they're just being allowed to come in. They come in. They give you a debit card with some cash on it. They give you a cell phone. They give you a bus ticket to wherever you want to go practically. And they give you a court date seven to ten years in the future. We'll see you then. Where are they going? What is the agenda here? We've got a fifth column that is walking among us. And the real truth is, one of the aspects of it is, the Democratic Party uh, and communists that are in our government as we speak have done this by design to basically replace many Americans who would not vote for them in the next election. They want to stay in power with the Democratic Party indefinitely and by allowing this influx of millions upon millions of people in, they believe that they'll be loyal to them in the next election. Uh, that's best case scenario. Worst case scenario is we've got Russian Spetsnats here. We've got Hamas. We've got Hezbollah. There's many CCP operatives. We could go down the list of people that are in this country right now. you got no idea where they're at. Um, and they're just waiting for the signal to create chaos. Uh, this is horrific, what is going on. And literally, we're seeing the dismantling of America on many fronts. And uh, God have mercy. I think... Uh, we're going to see some of the visions that God gave you and other prophets like Dimitri Dudeman soon come to pass if something doesn't break. Well, I'll tell you, Shannon, I've been to Israel. As you know, I go to Israel every single year, and I, I meet in the Knesset, and I've been to those communities. I've been to Starot many, many times, many times, multiple times, and I, I've been to uh, the other other communities and where Shai Hermish, who was the president of, of the World Jewish Council, I've been in his home. I've done a lot of television right there in that, that kibbutz that was ransacked and they were slaughtered. They were massacred. I'm still trying to reach my friend Shai. So far, I haven't been able to reach him. There's no answer. But uh, that kibbutz was massacred is what the news tells me, what I'm reading. And uh, I've been right there. And so uh, this is an onslaught. Uh, I read an article that says, a real plan of Hamas kill every Jew and every Christian on earth. Another headline news. Israel strikes 450 targets. Scale of Hamas. Massac massacres rising. Babies beheaded. 1,200 civilians dead. And uh, another headline. Hamas slaughtered at least 40 babies. Some decapitated. But uh, I'll tell you what, Shannon, they want to bring this war to America. Dr. Hanson, absolutely. Listen, this is not about 
peacefully coexisting. That's possible. How can anybody ever even consider that as an option when Hamas has come in, they invaded a kibbutz, and they were killing children, children including infants, and beheading them? Who does this? I'll tell you who does this. Beast that are full-on demon-possessed. And this is only one segment. Hezbollah and Iran, their financiers, want to see all of Israel destroyed and driven to the sea, disenfranchised from the land that God gave them. Now, I wouldn't expect any different from the world to stand against Israel. They don't love Jesus. They don't understand Bible prophecy. But what is shocking to me is some of the anti-Semitic uh, or anti-Jewish uh, rhetoric that is rising up in people who call themselves Christians. Number one, uh, we're, we're to agree with God. And if God says, I'm giving, talk to the tribes, giving you this land as a, uh, who are we not to agree? Who has a right? The arrogance of people to think that they can tell God what to do with his land. And people don't read the Bible at minimum. And at worst, they're in rebellion to the word of God. Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And the penalty for witchcraft is death, by the way, if you don't repent in these times. I'm reading the Bible, and I'm seeing just last night in Deuteronomy, where God is, once again, reaffirming his plan for the Jewish people to have this land, tribes of Israel, the whole 12 tribes, as an inheritance. And uh, I, I look at 2005, Dr. Hansen, 18 years ago, when George Bush Jr. forced Israel to give up Gaza. Now, Gaza is part of the inheritance of the Jewish people. And people were forced out of their homes. Somebody dragged out. Bulldozers then demolished the houses. Gaza was a place that was blooming again. And then America, sadly, under that leadership, forced Israel to give the land over to Gaza. Within about three years, Hamas took control, and they've been fighting Israel ever since. And to think today, in 2023, Israel's being attacked from land that rightfully belongs to them. And they're supposed to sit by and do nothing? I think now is the time for every believer in Christ to stand with Israel and their right to all the land God has given them. Well, you know, Shannon, that this uh, George Bush, Skull and Bones, his father, Skull and Bones, New World Order, uh, you know that actually they were an enemy of Israel and an enemy of the United States. You realize that? Absolutely. Uh, I'll never forget Bush Sr. announcing uh, the birth of the New World Order. I mean, he was just uh, so giddy when he did that. He was just couldn't help himself but being excited. The thousand points of light speech. These people are going to answer to God. Uh, George Bush Jr. has blood on his hands. I hear nobody talking about the fact that uh, this was done to Israel 2005, but it's been done for eons. And let me say this. Uh, do we know that where Jesus is going to rule and reign for a thousand years? It's going to be Jerusalem, Mount Zion, God's holy hill. How can we not love what God loves? Back to you. Jerusalem is called the city of righteousness, Isaiah 1, 26. Ariel, the fireplace of God, Isaiah 29, 1. God's furnaces in Jerusalem, Isaiah 3, 30, Isaiah 31, 9. Jerusalem is a holy city. 
Isaiah 52, 1, and Nehemiah 11, 1. Jerusalem is the throne of the Lord, Jeremiah 3, 17. Jerusalem is a cup of poison, Zechariah 12, 2. And Jerusalem is a bird of some stone, Zechariah 12, 3. Again, God himself has a special interest in Jerusalem because he placed his own signature on his city. The signature of God signifies his nature, character, personality, covenant, and a sense who God is. Whoever comes against Jerusalem comes against his holy name, his nature, and his character. The signature of God is on Jerusalem. 2 Chronicles 6.6 6, as well as 2 Chronicles 33.4. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Jonathan Hansen president of World Ministries International and Eagle Saving Nations. My website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. You've been listening to the warning program. Special guest, Shannon Davis, omegamanradio.com. Once again, worldministries.org, worldministries.org, 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, or send a check to World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. That's P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. If you want to support Israel financially, just designate it. Just put the check WMI, but designate it for Israel, and we will get it there. I'm a member of the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus, and as well as I'm with the president, Jernberger, of uh, the International Christian Embassy Jerusalem. I read a letter that he sent to me this very program. I have in the studio today Dr. E.J. Buckhart. He's the dean of our Bible schools at World Ministries International. Used to be previously an airline pilot with Northwest Airlines. Now, the newsletter of Lion and Lamb Ministries, October 2000, The Great Coming Judgment. I'm going to read you just a little bit says, according to the prophecy of the Bible from Moses to the Apostle John, the world as we know it is being prepared for a final judgment. The final judgment is to come at the end of the ages and result in God making his dwelling place with us. The focal point of this impending judgment is to be Israel, the city of Jerusalem, specifically the ground called the holy place, the Temple Mount. It is from this location that an altar symbolizing God's ownership of the world will be operating and then forced to stop. This will be the power play of the ages by the end time Messiah and the false prophet. This is where Yahshua told us to watch the events that would convince us that we have come to the end of the age and his resulting coming. This is the sign of the end. Now, peace and security. That is what the world wants. Jerusalem wants peace and security. Paul warned us in 1 Thessalonians 5.3, Israel is saying peace and security. And then it precedes sudden destruction. We have watched the Middle East peace agreement and accord become negotiated for Jerusalem, just as Zechariah the prophet said. Jerusalem will become a 
trembling cup, unquote. Now, <laughs> Jerusalem is called the city of righteousness, Isaiah 126. Ariel, the fireplace of God, Isaiah 29.1. God's furnace is in Jerusalem, Isaiah 31.9. Jerusalem is a holy city, Isaiah 52.1. And Nehemiah 11.1. Jerusalem is the throne of the Lord, Jeremiah 3.17. Jerusalem is a cup of poison, Zechariah 12.2. Jerusalem is a burdensome stone, Zechariah 12, 3. The signature of God is on Jerusalem, 2 Chronicles 6, 6 and 33, 4. Again, the Lord God Almighty has a special interest in Jerusalem because he placed his own signature on that city. The signature of God signifies the nature, character, personality, covenant, and in a sense, of who God is. Whoever comes against Jerusalem comes against his holy name, his nature, and his character. EJ, you've been with me to Israel, to Jerusalem many, many times. You were just with me this very year. I think it was February we were there. And uh, 2023, I met in the Knesset as I'm a part of the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus. Discussing world peace, discussing peace in Jerusalem. And now, today, as we're doing this program, which is October 12, yep. 2023, Israel is at war. And the world is concerned that it's going to be drawn into a world war. Again, all over Israel, Jerusalem. EJ? Yes, we know at this time, you know, people say, the Palestinians say they need a place to live, and the Israel wants their country, Jerusalem. But we have to understand what's really behind all of this. It's not the men and women. We're dealing with powers and principalities that we've never seen before. Satan is out there in these end times, knowing his time is short, and he is going to do everything he can to destroy any of the Christians or Jewish people or even the population, he is he is very upset with what's taking place. And he's behind all this. And people have to understand that. He says, pray for your enemies. Yes, we need to pray for the enemies, but that's for their salvation. Because, But the way it's going on now, both sides, Israel has made a comment that says, hey, we're not going to back off. Palestinians say in the mosque, we're not going to back off. And the whole world is watching all this. And uh, I've, I, today I looked at a bunch of different leaders of the different nations making comments. And, and because of the cruelty to children and wives and grandmothers and grandfathers, and just people, not soldiers, a war is between soldiers. This is not that type of a war. This is against human life. And uh, I, I personally think right now it's, it's going to be a very, very, very critical time. In the next three days, we could see some uh, more destruction. And there's already been more destruction than in the past 50 years of any war in Israel. Israel lost more than 1,200 people, most of them civilians. Over 3,000 rocket attacks came down in Israel so far. The border fence at Gaza was multiplied multiple times breached and over 20 communities in the south came under fire 
Some came under control by Hamas terrorists. In some communities, the battle was raging for three days until the IDF regained control. Hamas massacred entire communities, abducted over 150 people as hostages over the fence to Gaza, raping and torturing the captives. Most of them women and children, old people, but also a number of IDF soldiers. And some infants, babies were murdered, even decapitated, cut their heads off. Israel's president, Herzog, said the worst day in Jewish history since the Holocaust. That's what he classified it. The worst day in human history since the Holocaust. EJ? Yeah, I just looking here an article, knowing how serious the uh, Hamas wants to destroy. Uh, it was a video that that uh, Mohammed Zayar El Zayar did, and he said this: We just saw Hamas brutally murder nine hundred plus Israelis and most of them civilians. If you want to know what else they're after, Hamas commander in chief made it clear. He said they want to kill every Jew every Christian, and take control of the entire planet Earth. If you think what is happening to Israel is limited to Israel, think again. These people are satanically driven, and they want to have total control. And and if Israel says, we're not going to allow that, Israel's a very powerful, powerful country, and it's got the support of a lot of nations, and even some nations that would support Palestinians are very kind of cautious right now because of this cruelty. It's, it's killing innocent lives. Christian evangelist Franklin Graham is warning Jews and Christians around the globe to beware of Hamas' real plans, quote, to kill every Jew and every Christian, unquote, on earth. We need to understand Islam, their ideology. It's not really a, a religion. It's a constitution. And it's used to conquer the world, to take control over every man, woman, and child on the face of the earth. We, we need to understand that we don't serve the same God, Christians and Muslims. Amen. In Islam, Jesus was a human being, a prophet, who comes back to earth to kill the Christians and Jews and bring the whole world under Allah. If you say Jesus in in Islam was a God, they kill you. They say that's blasphemy. We don't serve the same God, EJ. Correct. You know, another one that came to my attention, Lord, is, is that when you talk about these, uh, the Islamic religion, uh, some people are, we know, we know some Muslims, and they're nice people, they're good people. We've been to Israel. We've had associations with, with the Muslims and going to the grocery store and things like that. And even one of the men who owned it was a Muslim. Very, very friendly, nice. But you got to remember this little story that I heard many years ago is that a Muslim family, which was a good family, would not go along with one of the leaders of the Muslim faith. And so the guy invited him over for dinner, and they had a nice, beautiful dinner. And when he got done, the, the people said, boy, that was a good meat. What was it? And he says, it's your son. That's how much they control their own people. They're using death to scare the living daylights out of a human race. And they'll do it to their own people. These people are not human. They're totally satanically driven. Ladies and gentlemen, we are... 
seeing the rise and rise and rise of the Antichrist spirit. Amen. Headline news, Israel strikes 450 targets. Scale of Hamas massacre rises. Babies beheaded. 1,200 people, civilians, Jews, killed. I don't know what the figure is today. This was yesterday. Yeah. But the fighting is raging on. And they look at Jews and Christians in their own terminology as pigs. Amen. I tell you. We must understand, as EJ said, this is a demonic spirit. This religion is demonic. Mohammed, he lived in caves for over 20 years. He himself had visions. He thought he himself thought he was demon-possessed. One of his 14 wives said, no, you're a prophet. <laughs> and this demonic angel gave him this false religion. Let me tell you. He was demon-possessed. No EJ? doubt about it. No doubt about it that he was. And it's just interesting how Satan can control people. I mean, even if we get out, of, not on Israel today, but get back here in the United States to just see what's happening within our country. Demonic influence. Everything that's an abomination to what we believe in the gospel of the Bible. It's an abomination. It's all done by this demonic spirit. And this demonic spirit is, is something we have to deal with. And if people sit back and don't think it's going to happen, beware. And I would say for people who want to get some news, go to BBC. British Broadcasting Company, and just take a look at all the stuff that's on there today concerning Israel. Uh, make sure you haven't had too much to eat because it will upset your stomach. It's very sickening. Another headline news, Hamas slaughtered at least 40 babies, some decapitated. Men, women, children, hands bound, shot, executed, heads cut off. Terrorists brutally killed babies and children, some of whom were beheaded. In the Israeli town of Kafir Aza. The harrowing killings occurred on Saturday in Israel City near the Gaza Strip, leaving journalists on the ground visibly distraught. It's hard to explain exactly just the mass casualties that happened right here. It said again, visibly, officers who surveyed the aftermath of the horrifying attack were shaken. Babies with their heads cut off. That's what the soldier said. Gunned down. Families gunned down. Completely gunned down in their beds. Yep. Zadak said, describing the scene as sheen horror. She described this as nothing that anyone would have even imagined. It's not war. It's not a battlefield. You see the babies, the mothers, the fathers in their bedrooms in their protection rooms, and how the terrorists killed them. It's not war. It's a massacre. Now, EJ, you and I went to this kibbutz. I've been to these communities. I've been down there probably a dozen times in Starot and these other communities. I've been all the way through this community that they said was massacred, this kibbutz. And uh, went all the way through it, taking... Film, documentation on television. You were with me. Yes, I remember. And now they've been massacred. Matter of fact, uh, we did a television program with a gentleman in that kibbutz, in his bomb shelter. Now, the reason I bring that up 
is we don't know where he, how, what, it's he been touched by this or not, but we do know within these, everybody has a bomb shelter. All apartment buildings have a bomb shelter. Schools have a bomb shelter. But what they did now, they actually went into the homes where the bomb shelter was at and killed the families in the bomb shelter. In other words, a bomb shelter now is not protected. The Hamas knew what they were doing. They came in there and destroyed that. They didn't use rockets to do it either. Shai Hermish, the leader, the president of the World Jewish Congress. I was with him both in the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus years ago. I've been in this kibbutz, in his home several times. He's the one that took us all the way through Amen. the kibbutz. Amen. And we can't tell yet. We don't know. We've been trying to reach him, but we don't know if he's alive or dead. Correct. But... These headlines said they slaughtered and massacred that kibbutz. And that's a pretty good-sized kibbutz. There's quite a, bit, quite a few homes and quite a few, uh, a lot of people that live in that kibbutz. And it was a beautiful, peaceful place when we were there, even though they did have the bomb shelters because they always told the sirens go off, head to the shelter. And now these shelters didn't even protect them. That's the seriousness of this. Well, that's because, again, they were overrun. It wasn't— Amen. They were— not just fighting bombs, so a bomb shelter they run in and yeah. be protected. They were overrun, and uh, they were again invaded. Well, we're having an invasion right now, peaceable, <laughs> they say, but how many of these are warriors, are Hamas, mm. ready to fight in America? Well, because be- they say they want to kill Israel and America. Yeah, we're the, we're the big evil devil what is it we're the big satan. devil we're the big satan and israel is a small satan or something like that so ladies and gentlemen we are facing serious serious problems Amen. we are definitely in the end times go to my website worldministries.org that's worldministries.org worldministries.org eagle saving nations i need you to join it today amen we need to get into the nations every nation Go into the stadiums. Let Pentecost come down upon the church once again that Amen. attends it. So the church goes forth with power and authority instead of fear and intimidation. Only the church can bring peace to the nations. And right now the church is so dysfunctional. They are so dysfunctional. Half of the church is under the Federal Council of Churches. These are mainline churches. The Federal Council of Churches is a Marxist communist covering. That's why they back abortion and homosexuality. That's why they look to Israel as an enemy and they stand behind Hamas and the PLO. Unbelievable. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are in serious trouble. The church is dysfunctional. If we don't have a great awakening, America is going to come under attack. America is going to be judged. And I'm telling you, millions are going to die. EJ? The only salvation we have in this is when the Lord decides to back us, when we as a people, his church, repent and come under his call. First, Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people will repent, once that takes place, it's amazing what will take place. And I'm thinking back in Israel right now, during the 67 war, the 73 war, how God intervened. 
And I'm sitting here right now waiting to see, is God going to intervene like he did then? Matter of fact, the uh, soldiers were in their little pits with their rifles, and the whole Egyptian army was coming after them, and they all fled because of God set up his holy angels around them. They saw them, they were frightened, and they left. So I'm waiting to see in that particular time, is God going to intervene for Israel? Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to The Warning Program or watching it. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen with Dr. E.J. Buckhart. Now take note. I'm going to give you names of books that we have that we offer you. You can telephone 360-629-5248. and order the book. Or look at my website, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. It says, Islam and the New Global Realities. The Roots of Islamic Fundamentalism by Dr. Stan Fleming. Again, any donation, any donation, plus shipping and handling will send this book to you. Another one, The Late, late Great State of Israel. How Enemies Within and Without Threaten the Jewish Nation's Survival by Aaron Klein. Donation we're asking of $30 plus shipping and handling. The Politically Incorrect Guide to Islam and the Crusades. The Politically Incorrect Guide to Islam. You think you know about Islam, but did you know that Islam teaches that Muslims much ways must wage war to impose Islamic law on non-Muslim states, that American Muslim groups are engaged in the huge cover-up of Islamic doctrine and history. Today's jihad terrorists have the same motives and goals as the Muslims who fought the Crusaders. The Crusades were defensive conflicts. Amen. Muslim persecution of Christians has continued for 13 centuries and still goes on. Again, the Politically Incorrect Guide to Islam and the Crusades. Again, we're asking a donation of $35 or more. Also, Islamic Threat Updates. That's Islamic Threat Updates for a donation of $20 or more. Islam prophesied in Genesis. Again, a donation of $20 or more. Is Fanatic Islam a global threat for a donation of $20 or more? The return to Mecca and the day of the Lord is at hand. This is for $25 or more. Return to Mecca for a donation of $20 or more. Finally, the book Philistine, The Great Deception. We're asking for a donation of $25. Once an air fat man, a donation of $25. This man used to be a Muslim sniper for Yasser Arafat, shot and killed with a sniper rifle, over 300 Jews and Christians. Freedom Fighter for a donation of $25 or more. Dateline Jerusalem by Chris Mitchell for a nation of $25 or more. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in war right now. It's spreading to the world. You also need my book, The Science of Judgment. The Science of Judgment. That's for a donation of $35 or more. In a minute, we're going to describe the science of judgment. But EJ, you've heard some of these titles of these books. You've read some of them. Yes. What do you think? 
They're excellent books. They're excellent books. They give you the truth behind the Islamic movement and this whole thing we're seeing coming to head right now. It leads right up to it, and you'll see why if you read the books. And then you'll have a good understanding what's taking place. And once again, we're not supposed to fear or put our trust in the Lord. But be be watchful. Now, I'll tell you what. I got a letter from the International Christian Embassy of Jerusalem president. And I, I know him well. I've worked with him every year in the Knesset as well as I visit him at the International Christian Embassy Jerusalem. And uh, he's asked people to pray, to support, and to show solidarity. He says you can do so by joining our daily 4 p.m. Israeli time prayer meetings. You will join a global prayer army and receive daily updates on the critical situation on the ground and pray with leaders from around the world. Now, he's asking you to hold special prayer meetings in your churches, communities, and networks. Support. Says if you are a denominational leader, pastor, or ministry, now is the time to dedicate your next Sunday's offering to support Israel. It's time that we do more than talk. Amen. We've been asked to assist in the evacuation of entire communities around the Gaza Strip. The ICEJ is establishing temporary refuge centers around Jerusalem to care refugees for from communities and around the Gaza and the north. We help with providing instant food, supplies to those who fight. We provide help to those who lost everything as our houses were destroyed. We are on a contact with Messianic pastors in the region to assist the near needy in their flocks. That's their Messianic pastors. We also were approached by reserve units to provide essential food and clothing supply and even life protective vests. So ladies and gentlemen, again, if you want to Write to World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Telephone 360-629-5248. Or my website, worldministries.org. Donate for Israel. Designate it for Israel. And we'll make sure that this goes to Israel to help them. Now let's sit back and listen and watch the book, The Science of Judgment. God bless you. Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hansen has written a book titled The Science of Judgment. God is predictable. There is a scientific pattern for the rise and fall of nations throughout history. We need to understand the laws or the rules of design regarding prophecy and judgment. When it comes to the laws of judgment and prophecy, denominational or personal belief systems have nothing to do with the reality or the certainty of the rule of judgment. Dr. Hansen's objective is to warn leaders of nations of the second coming of Jesus Christ and the plagues or judgments that are coming upon these peoples and nations that reject Jesus Christ as Savior according to the Scriptures. Dr. Ronald E. Cottle, founder and president of Christian Life School of Theology, states that this book is a must-read for Christians and other leaders in the United States and in other nations. It is clear, powerful, and well-reasoned. We all owe a debt of gratitude to Dr. Jonathan Hansen for the years that have gone into the research and writing of the science of judgment. This book has more than 300 pages, divided up in five sections. Part 1, The Science of Judgment, has chapters titled such as The Laws Regarding Prophecy and Judgment, Patterns of Apostasy, Purpose of Chastisement, Standards for Justice and Mercy, God Forgives When People Repent, God Holds Nations Responsible for What Leaders Do, Parental Responsibility, The Feasts of the Lord, 
Solomon's transgressions and their consequences. Righteous kings versus evil kings. Example of King Jehoshaphat. Ungodly alliances. God is predictable. God holds people accountable. Man can turn into an intelligent beast to do evil. Section 2, The Deception of the Theory of Evolution, has chapters titled as Problems with the Theory of Evolution, Evolution and Racism, Darwin's Hatred of Christianity and its Fruit. Section 3, Why Must There Be Judgment, has titles such as The Fall of America and Her Destruction, Cult Christianity, Radical Liberal Politics. Section 4, Kings, Dictators, and Presidents, with the following chapters listed as People Choose Their Nation's Leaders, Qualifications for Godly Leadership, Romans 13, Delegated Authority, Satan is in charge of this world, not Jesus. If laws violate conscience, we must disobey. Finally, part five, so what must we do? These chapters are listed as, we are in a cultural war, our responsibility to a hostile government, the Christian's science of judgment. With turmoil ever increasing throughout the nations, as Bible prophecy is coming to life right before our very eyes, one must read the science of judgment to have a clear understanding of these events and the reasons why. Call 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, that is 360-629-5248, and request your copy of The Science of Judgment for a donation of $35 or more, plus shipping and handling. Thank you, and Shalom. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.